we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans how does that sound? Well, oh yeah, that's, that sounds a little better. Uh, today we're calling Luke Newman, which uh, I mentioned last episode, just in case you know you don't catch every single episode, because I understand people have fucking lives to get to. Um, this guy, it's interesting because he 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 hosted last minute the very first quote-unquote booked show that I ever had and every time I mention this quote-unquote booked show I count it because you know we emailed um, information was exchanged and um, I got to do a longer set I think I got to do 10 minutes and this is just I mean this is only about nine months ago Um, so this is that's kind of when I was like thinking I got 10 minutes in me and and having a very few amount of times uh, practicing 10 minutes um, I like to say maybe I've gotten a little better but I'm fucking white belt whatever 10 minutes of just jokes straight jokes material that I have and uh, yeah he wasn't supposed to be there the guy who I'm about to call Mr. Luke Newman but he showed up last minute, so it just kind of shows you how small this comedy community is. And fun fact, this guy's been on Kill Tony. He was on Kill Tony, I think, two years ago or a year ago, something like that. And then he just was on again about a week ago. And um, I don't want to talk to him too much about it. I just want to get to know him because I consider him a comedy friend. He's always been kind of a delight to be around. Um, I've seen him kind of drunk a couple of times. And that's something I want to get to talking about is uh, the cutting back on alcohol thing. That's kind of something that I am pushing for with when it comes to this guy. So we're going to give him a call because I'm already late. But he said he's got time. So we're going to get we're going to do this. And we're going to we're going to crack open a fucking a Coke Zero. Hey, yo. <coughs> yo. Sorry, I'm a little late. I know I said 10 minutes and it turned into 20, I think, or something like that. That's all, that's all good. Um, we're on the air. We're live, and when I'm when I say live, I'm just mean I'm recording. And um, in case you ever just say anything illegal that you think might be used against you, um, we could either cut it out or we could just lie and be like, "No, that's AI, man. We don't know. That's that's his voice. That that somebody's using his voice. He didn't say that." And I think, uh, All right. you ever think about that? You ever think about like, um, how AI, I seen like one guy who's like a local actor out here who's, um, I don't know, I guess actors are fighting AI. It's detrimental to their jobs and, and I don't know. Sometimes I do think in the future, people are just going to start making up fake tweets and you could about you or try, people trying to blackmail you or something and you could just it's going to be so common it's going to be like i plead the fifth people are going to be like i plead ai that's ai i didn't do i didn't rob that bank somebody fucking 3d printed me or some shit i don't know 
Oh yeah, hey guys, coming. <clears throat> it's gonna be a. There's gonna be a lot of uh, videos and and stuff that's gonna be fake. <laughs> I think um, speaking of fake, I think you're a pretty real guy. Um, I like to, I like to consider you a, a comedy friend. There's something about you, man. Something not in a gay way either. Something about you that I feel like I kind of relate to, but I feel like I don't really know you that well and have had too many conversations. So hopefully, I figure I find that out right now. Um, hold on, let me mute this because I'm getting text messages. My bad. Um, I don't know. You kind of have this this I don't care vibe about you and i don't know if it's if that's truly you or if there's sometimes it just comes with, oh this guy's drunk and um am i making sense a little bit or do i sound like i have the complete wrong perception of you um i don't know sometimes sometimes i'm drunk and i don't give a fuck sometimes i'm not and i don't give a fuck and sometimes i am not drunk and I do give a fuck. Sometimes I'm drunk and I do give a fuck. Okay. You know, sometimes, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to get it here. I think, <laughs> I, think um, I, uh, I don't want to be too much. I feel like you hear enough of it when people talk about it. I guess it's a nice conversation starter, though. Uh, you you were just on Kill Tony about a week ago, and um, you did your you did your DUI joke, man. And I I'm like, I'm proud of you. And it's co- it's kind of cool to just Thanks. even it, it's kind of even cool to just think about like, man, I seen you do that joke at Tommy T's like over a year ago, and um, <laughs> like that's that's one of your bangers. You know, it's kind of like I I respect that. Like it's it's like something that I've seen out here in the Bay. And you took it out there, and you hit him with it, you know. So it's just it's cool to see for whatever that's worth. Um, and and I guess I, one of my initial questions is just like, do you feel like you you moved to Texas specifically for comedy, or was it just like just lifestyle in general? Like, how how do you feel about being? It's been like what a year of you being there, a couple months. Um. So I moved out here in March. So. Eight months now, about eight months I've been here, a little less than eight months. Okay. And uh, I definitely came here for comedy. Um, there's a uh, there's a comedy boom going on right now, and um, yeah, I like. Uh, there's always new people moving here and coming here, and like it's just growing crazy. And uh, I thought I would have some success out here. Um, I also know that there's a culture out here uh, with regard to the stand-up that's very uh, has a lot of respect for the art form and uh, you know freedom to you know be experimental and uh, think outside the box and uh, you know, there's, they give you room to be edgy out here more so than the, than the Bay Area. And uh, so I wanted to be in an, in, an, in, an, in an environment like that. So do you, um, go ahead, sorry. And and, uh, and so, yeah, that's a big reason I moved out here. Also, I was just 
the day and I wanted to change the scenery. It's always been in my heart to like go live somewhere else, experience the world from a different place. And uh, so that was part of it. I also just wanted to fucking go on an adventure. And I drove out here and it was, it was a lot of fun getting to drive across oh, wow. the country and, and uh, I went to LA and Las Vegas and saw the Grand Canyon and, and uh, stopped in Phoenix, went to spring training. Uh, went to Albuquerque and fucking Lubbock. Which place did Lubbock you like the most out of out of all the places that you visited? I hated Flagstaff. And where's that? Flagstaff is north of Phoenix. It's like the town closest to the Grand Canyon in in, uh, in Arizona. Okay. Um, very like hipster vibes, and I got pulled over there. I got a ticket. The Airbnb I stayed in was like fucking haunted or some shit. <laughs> There was all these like creepy clowns in there, and when I I, I had some weird fucking dreams in that Airbnb. Damn, how long were you there? That's, for? A, that's a weird place, bro. Fucking, I got like a twenty-two dollars sandwich there. I just <laughs> did not like it at all. <laughs> twenty-two dollars. <laughs> yeah, so uh, back to what you're saying about like comedy and being more edgy back then. Um, do you feel? Um, more appreciated out there than you did in the Bay, if that makes sense? Like, do you feel like people get you more out there? Um, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm a different, I think my perspective is different, and so I stand out a little bit more here. Okay. Um, and also I've been getting better out here also, so it's hard to tell if people appreciate me more out here because they appreciate me more or because I'm I'm growing uh, and getting better out here at, at stand-up yeah I, uh, I think I'd let you know already you're one of like that the handful of comics that I see on social media that'll kind of um, I guess the dictionary term for it would be riff on on something or like you'd have you you can tell it's like an organic idea you know you're just sitting in your car and you have this idea and then you bring it to stage and it kind of becomes a joke and i feel like that becomes rewarding when you you like get a laugh in real life when you're it goes from just sitting in your car kind of almost like workshopping because um how do i say it i don't know it's more like sometimes i'll see people just ask a fucking question but I think with you, you're talking about like gin and tonic or uh, not drinking anymore. And then I don't know if you if you say that all the time now on the regular or whatever. But um, it's cool to see. It's cool to see, and I bet it's cool to feel too, because I sometimes have stuff like that as well. But you're yeah, you're one of. Yeah. I feel like um, kind of like what you said, experimental. I'm sorry about the noise. It's my fucking cat litter and it's a WD-40 up in this bitch. But um, we'll figure it out. Um, what happened? I don't know if you heard that, but there was like a screeching noise in the background. It's just my fucking, it's just my fucking cat litter, and it just needs some. It's got that automatic cleaner, and I guess it, it just oh. is rusted or some shit. My 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 cat piss is just so fucking strong. I guess I gotta put some WD forty on it. But as mm. I was saying, um, 
uh, your organic ideas. And uh, yeah, you were talking about experimental like comedy out there. And um, tell me this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like out there, because I've got a buddy out there, the guy who I keep uh, mentioning, Grinch, and I think you're like, who is this guy or whatever, but you probably bump shoulders with him before or whatever, but from what I hear from him... I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, for sure, for sure. Um, he, um, How he explains it to me, I feel like most mics out there are shorter time, like, like because there's such a high demand and so many people right. signing up. That I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the average regular open mic could be like thirty people go up or something so for that some people only get three minutes yeah or, a lot of the mics are like only three four minutes it's like that in right. uh, L A too when I went to L A it was like that because there's so many fucking comedians also a lot of at least in L A there's a lot of uh, mics that you have to like pay to get on or like you have to buy a drink or something like that yeah yeah yeah. Um, some people talk about that with some of the clubs out here in the Bay. It's a higher level of, uh, competition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, also for you, do you think there's too many people moving out there? Like you think there's a cap on it? You think there's going to be a, a, a point where it's just kind of like, uh, oversaturated or people like the people kind of ruin the place? Or do you think that's kind of a while from now? No, it's already kind of happening a little bit. There's a lot of people that move to Austin to, like, start doing comedy, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I work at, um, at a bar. The bar I work at is, they do the Kill Tony signups there. Yeah, and Shakespeare's, they, the world-famous Shakespeare's. Yeah, so they, they, uh, they uh, all the comedians that sign up for kill tony hang out in there waiting to get called so i have a really good sense of uh what the community the comedy community looks like and uh excuse me there's a a lot of people that aren't comedians but have just moved to austin to try to start doing comedy oh god and so that's there's a lot of that out there and uh and god bless them but you know i feel like to come to a place like austin or la or new york or chicago or something like that um austin's kind of becoming one of those cities where you kind of start in your own town and then once you feel like you've reached a a certain level of like skill and quality as a stand-up then you move there you know you move to la you move to new york you move to austin and uh a lot of people i feel like are just moving to austin to start doing comedy so there's a lot of people who suck yeah do you um but there's also some really good comedians as well of course of course but 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 it's just a lot you gotta fish through a lot of fucking yeah it's like when you have like a piggy bank and all you're doing from the piggy bank is grabbing quarters and it's like the fourth month of you grabbing quarters yeah. and you got to go through a lot of pennies before you find that quarter. That's kind of like how it is. I feel like like especially this last episode, not the Kill Tony that you were on, but the one after. It just it just felt like we got a lot of not pennies, but we got a lot of nickels that came out the bucket. And I'm just kind of like as a consumer 
like or just as a fan or whatever it just seemed kind of like man like I, I yeah whatever like they're good okay they've been doing it five years but it's like what are the chances of me really remembering this person and like I don't know there's just a lot like even though there are good people like you mentioned there's also a lot of good people and I just feel like from a consumer yeah. standpoint it's it's a lot to take in um, well Kill yeah. Tony is not necessarily the place to go to find the best comedians that Austin has to offer those are they're pulling out random coins out of the jar you know yeah, so but every get, now and then they pull out pennies. yeah every now and then they pull out one of the big you might get a half though. dollar a half dollar, yeah. <laughs> you might get some, like, you know, some foreign currency. Yeah, there's a lot of couple foreign of, currency out there. Couple euros. Yeah, a couple. Uh, there's also a couple of, like, scratched up pennies, like some pennies that you don't even think should oh, be yeah. uh, accepted at the bank. Like, the serial yeah. code got fucking scratched off that bitch. Oh, yeah, there's some coins from, like, the 40s you might find. Yeah, yeah, it's some bad voodoo, probably, like, Vintage. And and a lot of people, Joe Rogan's club is a huge attraction for people. So people come out here just to kind of be around. Like tourists. I mean, Joe Rogan's fucking huge. And he's a huge part of like what's making this city blow up. Um, And also Kill Tony's huge. And a lot of people come people come from around the world to sign up for kill tony so the whole comedy scene is uh, is it's like and, and uh i will say also a lot of people just come specifically to sign up for kill tony and don't really like do open mics or other stuff like that right i'll see them i'll see them at the kill tony signups but not at ever at any shows or mics around town Right, so right. I think people people are are drawn by the uh, the uh, all the uh, what's the word the celebrity I guess that's not the word I was looking for but I like I like to think of it as um like if you wanna if you wanna make a uh, analogy the bright lights they're, they're attracted yeah. to the bright lights it's like you wanna make an analogy as somebody who's in martial arts and they're like a white belt. And they they're just work, all they want to do is fucking like, uh, like spar. And it's like, bro, you can't even hit the bag. Yeah. Um. But Mike, oh, I, so I, I've been holding on to this question for a while because I know when I think it was before Shakespeare's when they had the alley, there was like you didn't know what was going on in the show as opposed to when they were at the Vulcan because at the Vulcan they had the, the little pit and then they had the alley. So it, at Shakespeare's, do they have like a TV or something where they could watch the show, or is it kind of like the alley as well? Like you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, you don't know what's happening. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, my buddy was saying uh, all that fucking Spotify money, and Joe Rogan still can't even get a speaker that plays for the show, or when he was at the alley. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, let's see. I had something else here. Um, do you see yourself there for like a long time or do you still kind of see yourself want to be like a wanderlust? I don't know, man. I, 
I feel like I'm doing well here. Um, I, I definitely won't, wouldn't stay here forever. I'd like to maybe live in New Orleans. I want to go uh, visit New Orleans. I'm, I'm trying to go to Mardi Gras. Uh, oh, that sounds fun. In 2024, next year. Um, never been to that. Never been to New Orleans. So I'm trying to do New Orleans Mardi Gras. It's only like a, I think it's like five hour drive from. Uh, That's not that bad. Austin. I could be wrong about that. It could be longer, but oh. something like that. You know, it's a day drive. Um, but yeah, I might want to move there, maybe Chicago, do some comedy there. I've always liked to, I've always wanted to live in New York, maybe. Oh, really? Legendary comedy city. Hmm. Um, I, uh, I don't know about LA. I, uh, I went to Austin last year and... Uh, through my mind, I was like, yeah, the only way I'd ever move out here is like if if I was like really into comedy. Like I feel like the only thing to do out there is comedy, and everything else doesn't really spark my interest. Even like food wise, like Terry Black's is really good, but I'm not even the biggest fan of that that style of food. I just feel like I get tired of the place. If I wasn't even into comedy, just like living out there, it just uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I get that it's cheaper and shit, but um, I don't know. I kind of like being by the ocean. That's, I don't know. Oh, I miss the ocean, dude. That's one thing that I fucking miss. I got to go. One of these days, I got to drive down to Galveston. That's the closest beach. Galveston. How far is that? Five hours? Probably four hours. Four hours? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. South of Houston. Yeah. It, uh, how old are you again? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay. And you have you just lived in the Bay your whole life, and this is kind of like your first time, like mo- living out of California or like out of the Bay. Yeah, that was another reason uh, I wanted to move because I was like, dude, if I don't if I don't go now. But ha- have you always wanted to move? Has that always kind of been the goal? Like, yeah. really. What sparked it? Because I don't want it to make it sound like you're just a guy who fucking hates where you're from, you know. But it's you like, know, I, yeah. I love both, and I want to go back eventually one day. But I just had to, you know, go on a little adventure real quick. I get it. I was actually gonna go move to L.A. Um, I had gone down there to visit in like 2019, maybe. And uh, check out the comedy scene. And uh, I was actually, my brother was living down there at the time, so I went to visit him also. And check out the comedy scene and all that, go to the comedy store. Uh, I happened to get up at a open mic at the comedy store. It was like a random lottery mic at the comedy store, and they called my name. Oh, nice. And uh, I did an all right set. There was not that many people in the crowd, but... uh, that was like that really motiv- motivated me. I was like, "Oh, dude, I gotta fucking move to LA." The energy in the, in the comedy store was crazy. That's when like Rogan was still living in LA and all that. Oh wow! Um, so you've been doing comedy then, for a while, huh? How long you been doing it? Well, that was that was 2019, and I probably started in like 2016, 2017. Okay, but, uh, so you're like seven years in, 
Um, about that, yeah. And uh but uh the pandemic hit, dude, and it fucking changed everything. Mm. Do you sometimes those, miss the do you sometimes you miss the times before COVID? Sorry to cut you off. Um Yeah, I feel like it's pretty much back to normal. Not uh right. at least in, uh, in Austin. I don't know what it's like in the Bay, but nobody wears masks out here. Nobody really cares about it anymore out here. I think when you were still here, nobody really cares. Okay. Um, um, I took the shots when I moved. People were still like tripping. And when I came out to visit in 2021, uh-huh. uh, it was completely different. Dude. You still had to like, have your vaccine card to get in everywhere and like out here in the, in the bay in the bay yeah okay got and then it. when i came to when i came to austin it was like none of that dude i don't remember ever needing to to show people my vaccination cards and if i oh. did it was for like a week it was oh, crazy. yeah i i remember not being able to get it in places because i didn't have one wow so you're not vaccinated eh Oh no, I have my my vaccine card now, but I remember when I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't know how to feel about. That. I've been getting into people for fucking however long this shit's been going. At this point, I don't really have much of an opinion. Oh, dude, uh, it's fucking it's fucking stupid. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Yeah, if you yeah. don't, then you shouldn't have to. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I don't and even if, really get flu if, shots, but I'm. Yeah. I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I don't know. I feel kind of confused. The thing that bothered me was like, they kept saying that if you get, you have to get vaccinated because for other people, and it's like, well, if they're worried, they can get vaccinated. It's like, Oh, but if you're vaccinated, then you can still get it. It's like, well, if I can still get it, if I'm, if they're vaccinated, if I can still give people the fucking thing, if they're vaccinated, then then it's good as a vaccine in the first place. So why do you want me to get it? If it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, whatever. Let's talk about something important like your comedy career. Okay. Um I don't know, man. That's uh it it's kinda I don't I don't know what word to put it, but you, you seem super passionate about it and like you seem like you really love comedy and you seem like you're a real uh I think I started by saying that you seem real and I just I don't know. I sense that in it. It's uh, you know who uh, Luis Perez is, right? You we've hung out at his mic a couple of times. That, oh yeah, he did, he did I, the mic. He does the mic in uh, San Leandro. Mm-hmm. I was there to uh, put the final nail in the coffin for the for their last show. Um, oh, they're not doing it anymore. No, I think they stopped doing it. Maybe like right after you moved. I think what happened is they found out that you moved, so they they cut it off. No, but yeah, no, it's dead. It's been dead for like I think over half a year now. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know. I've been saying this on my show uh, a few times already. This will probably be the third time, but I don't know if you remember this, but, uh, the first show that I ever got like quote unquote booked for, you were the host of it out in uh, Berkeley. I don't know if you remember that night. Yeah, I, I, do, I think I do remember that night. It was at, uh, um, Some pizza place. At, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget uh, what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good ass pizza, I'll say that. It wasn't really a good ass night there. Um The pizza was alright. I, I used to work up the street and get uh they get like a ten dollar 
personal pizza and soda lunch special. I used to get that all the time. Oh, what? You know, right up the block. Where'd you work at uh, across the street? Um, I worked at a construction site right up the block. Oh, okay. Um, there was this place uh, across the street, The Butcher Sun. You ever heard of that? It's like a vegan oh, yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that. Never been. I went there like heck of years ago, and then when I did that show, I saw it across the street. It's like, oh shit, that's a place. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, was- yeah. Um, I don't remember. All I remember is that the the red tomato pizza place is better. Um, I don't. Oh yeah, they serve they serve meat there. It was back when like ve- veganism was first invented, and so like when we went out there to try it, it was just it was just packed up the wazoo. Yeah, it was a long wait. Um, forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, um, yeah, do too uh, much remember, isn't a thing I remember, anymore. I remember that show. It was uh, Mark Neuer's show. Yeah, he was supposed to be there. It was really yeah, he funny. was supposed to host, and he and he wasn't there, and so yeah. he asked me to host. I think that was that was like my second time meeting him, and then um, I met him at Luis's place. And then the second time was that, and I remember I wasn't sure, like I was trying to connect the faces or whatever, and I I like emailed him. I was like, hey, um, so like, what's the lineup, or how much time do I get, or whatever? And uh, he was like, I'll email you, or I'll let you know when I see you, or something like that. And so I show up. I don't see him. I check his Instagram story. He's like in San Francisco at like a strip club or something. And I'm just like, I don't think this is happening. And then you pulled up and then um and then we went to do too much right after. I remember that. And that, that show was like way bigger than the other oh, one. Do we, do we that was uh the fucking at uh, Robbins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do that no more too. They, what? Al- they also found out that you're gone, so they stopped. They stopped doing it. That's for real. Yeah, they're not at Rob Ben's anymore. They moved over to some place um, in 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 Oakland, um, but I don't know what's going on. They haven't had a because uh, do too much used to be weekly, and then they got the new venue and it turned from an open mic to like a showcase. And then mm-hmm. I think maybe they had like three of them. I think, and maybe maybe a little more, and I was able to get on one of them, and huh. then um, I just haven't heard from them in a while, but a lot of people are saying uh, that they miss it. Jonathan uh, Jonathan from Berkeley, I'm, I'm sure you know him. He, he was always there. He said he misses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he misses it, um, and that was, Damn, yeah, that was a good one. Such- yeah. I definitely had a lot of good times there. Yeah, it's um. You know what? Where the where the new venue is? I think it's called For the Culture. I'm not sure if the restaurant's called For the Culture or it's just like a organization that opens it. And they had like a. It wasn't like a taco truck. It was more like just tacos there that were made by somebody else. It seemed like, and they were selling them. Um. It's by it's by the prison. I know that. I know it's by the prison. Yeah. In Oakland? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the street? What prison? Shit, I don't know. The one down the street, they were referencing it before, and they're like, this is the only down. time I get out here. Just Downtown? Yeah, it's definitely downtown. 
Yeah. Oh, so they're they're probably talking about the uh, Clay Street, Clay Street. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking about the um, uh, county jail. Yeah. Um. And the, the, that's the uh, Wiley Manual Courthouse right there. Yeah. And so, but yeah, they don't do it. Oh, were they doing it at uh the uh the old uh what's the fucking place it, called the it, rose the it had hella i think it yeah 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 i think it i think it was that yeah it had hella it had hella graffiti like it, it had hella like aztec mexican art around the place and shit it was a nice venue it was nice i i know what what uh i know what place that is that's right across the street from the courthouse okay um, but I cannot, why can't I remember the name of it? Something it was like Rose. something Rose. Yeah, you're right with Rose. Rose something. I don't know. And it was, used to be a, like a very popular Mexican restaurant and it died during the pandemic. Oh, wow. And it was like, it was the state of people went there. Um, a lot of Oak, local Oakland folks went there. And it had been there for years and years. And uh, do you think the, it could have survived the pandemic? What do you think of the Mexican food out there at Austin compared to the Mexican food at the Bay? Oh, the Bay's way better. Mm. I'm trying to think if I had anything out there, like if I ever if way I had a taco. I don't know. That's one thing that gets to me there, man. The food. I'm just such an in and out guy. I know there's an in and out somewhere around there, but I haven't tried the in and out out here. I think there's like it's like thirty minutes. I don't know where it is. I'm just going to Whataburger. Whataburger's not a fan. Not, me neither. I was all right the first time I had it, just because it was different. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. But it gets it goes it gets old quick. I do like uh, P Terry's. Have you ever had P Terry's? <clears throat> nah. P Terry's is good. It's other local. I don't think I've heard of it. I know Terry Blacks, but um. What's yeah, it Terry's little burger, a burger. What a burger tastes like Burger King to me. Yeah, it's not good. It's just like a cousin of Burger King or something. I don't know. One thing I notice out there is that the moon's hella bigger. That's fucking geography facts. I don't... Is it? It is. I don't know if you ever like. Yeah, pay attention like during like a full moon night. Like it just look. You ever see Bruce Almighty when he fucking like reels in the moon? It looks like he fucking did that. And out mm. here, it's like, it's hella small. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's probably got something to do with the the ocean. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, so what are <laughs> what are your goals, bro? Do you have a fucking, you have a five-year plan? Or are you just kind of like, I'm, I'm just riding the ride kind of a guy? Um... Five-year plan? I was going through something today. I was thinking about, like, man, if I had a five-year plan, I feel like I'm at the I'm at the last year of my five-year plan because I'm, like, I'm almost 30. So I feel like if I turned 25, I would have had it, and I'm just kind of at it. So it's, like, from your age, 33, it's, like, I don't know. I, I've, well, I've, everybody's different, but I feel like some people would kind of have this inner – 
inner battle or feeling of like crunch time, you know, or kind of how some people are like, Oh, I'm almost 30. I got to get it together or whatever, you know? Right. I definitely have that. Um, I want to ultimately like have a family probably. Um, and so I would, I want to have, I don't want to fucking be making like minimum wage as a door guy. I don't think I'll be able to support a family with that. So in five years, I like to, ha- I like to have a solid career and a solid foundation to like be able to like support a family. Um, and so I feel pressured to, to, to get there relatively soon. Do you ever pressure for myself, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like fucking Bill Burr and have have my first kid when I'm 50, you know? Mm. Uh, Um, I'd like to be, I'd like to be young with with my family, you know? Um, But, uh, and so in five years, I would like to be able to um, be fully, like to be doing comedy full time and have that be my, main source of income um, and ideally a nice income what's a nice income like a hundred thousand at, at the least yeah a hundred thousand would be real nice what about 80 80 <laughs> yeah that'd be all right um i don't even know what i make now probably fucking you gotta you also gotta factor in well Texas, um, things are cheaper out there. Do you feel it? Do you feel it cheaper out there? Like, does life feel easier? Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Gas is definitely cheaper. What's it? What is it like? Three something? Mm-hmm. Wow. What is it out there now? Um, dude, it's actually kind of weird. Like, some places will be like five fifty, and then across the street it'll be like. 4:30. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's in a weird re- space right now. When I left, there were some places that was like almost seven dollars a gallon. Mm. And uh, and then when I got to Texas, and it's gone up since I got here. But I remember stopping at a gas station when I first arrived in Austin, and the. Uh, Looking at the fucking gas price, it was two ninety three for a gallon. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, makes you want to start a family. Gas prices are so low. <laughs> uh, for real. Did um, was your dad young when he had you? Um, let me think. He's he was probably I think forty, but I was his. Uh, he had kids from a. Uh, previous marriage before he had me and my and my little brother. I have two older siblings from my from my previous marriage. You got half brothers. I got a half brother and a half sister. Okay, I got a half sister. My dad had me at like forty, and uh, yeah. that is something that kind of sparks it in me. Of like, uh, uh, I mean, my dad's all right. I mean, he's still alive, of course, and there's a chance that because right now he's like uh 68 so you know 
maybe he could be healthy into his 80s. And, uh, I mean, best case scenarios, you know, they get, they just die in their sleep and it's not a painful journey of years of giving them, I don't know, medical care and shit like that. But, um, uh, it it does kind of strike me a little bit of like, man, I kind of wish, I hope I want to be a little younger when I have my kid. Cause I still kind of want to be able to, to at least double leg him real quick. If he's 18 or something, I don't want to be. Like I'm old, um, yeah, and, and also give my my parents grandchildren. You know, I want them to be able to be around for their grandkids. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, but are are your folks still alive? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's how do I say it? Uh, uh, um, do you feel pressure on yourself sometimes? Like how you're saying, hopefully in five years or something, you would like to start a family. That's the goal. Ultimately, do you sometimes feel that pressure of like, damn, I should be having, I should have had, a, I should have been had a kid. Like I should have been had a kid at 29 or something. No, no, no. Okay, that's good. I, I, I probably, I want to have a, my first kid before 40. I think. Okay, so that's a but seven year plan. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how life. What happens? I could, you know, I could have a a kid fucking in a month, you know. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's all about. um, Never know. You never know what happens. There's no right answer. It's just about, I guess, your your goals, and the when the time you're just we're just talking ideally or like what you want. There's nothing wrong talking about because ideally, probably too, you'd want to be. You wouldn't want a kid in a month, and and like you know, you didn't get to fucking know the mom. You know, you you still, you know, right. you didn't make that hundred racks. You probably want the hundred racks and the kid, yeah, um, and simultaneously. I've heard, I've heard from people who have children young, like having a kid, gives you a gives you a little push, gives you some drive and some motivation, you know, to get your shit together. So it might be if I have a kid before, uh, I kind of. Uh, build myself a, a solid foundation. The kid might help me to do that to to make something of myself. You know. Yeah, you're gonna get tons of uh, dad material. A lot of dad material, and also a lot of reason to. What was that? <laughs> you lagged out. Can I get what was that again? Oh, I said it's it's like having a kid is a reason to make sure you got your shit together. You know, right. If you don't have a kid, it's like you can procrastinate with mm. fucking making something happen. But once you got a kid, you ain't got no more time. Yeah, man. I feel I feel like there's for you in, in that way. You know. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing that a little bit, um, but I don't. I don't want to necessarily be because there's some people who have fucking kids and nothing changes. You know, they're still playing Xbox. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I think what's important, I don't know about you, but I think for me, I think it's important that I get my shit together before I have the kid rather than being like, oh, yeah, it's going to give me that push. I don't know. I don't want to rely on it. That's that's ideal. But, you know, I'm just saying there's positives to be taken away from any outcome yeah um i guess one more thing that i wanted to talk about with you um 
before before we wrap it up, I guess, is um, your no alcohol journey. Um, how's that going? Uh, I'm not really on a no alcohol journey. Um, I know I've talked about it on the, on the podcast, just like slowing down a little bit, but I'm never, I'm not somebody who, uh, wants to ever be like completely sober. I love drinking and I think it's, uh, I think it's a good thing, you know, when done in, in moderation. Um, okay. I love to have like, to be with my family on Thanksgiving, eat good, few glasses of wine, get get jolly, get merry, get loose, and and have a good time. You know, I love I love that uh, drinking on on when there's an occasion, when it's a celebration. You know, you fucking somebody buys you a shot. You know, you yeah, do it's shot. The, with it's the American pork. way, isn't it? Well, it's it, it's it's the human way, and that's a big. A big reason why I like drinking is because, um, well, I, I try to like learn every time I like meet somebody from a different culture or that speaks a different language. I try to learn how to say cheers in their language, so I know how to say like I know how to say it in Russian, French, uh, Korean, Turkish. Uh, I learned how to say it in like Shona, the uh, language in Zimbabwe. Spanish, the they say salud. Salud in, in Spanish, uh, Sante in French, Naldrovia is Russian, Slancha is Irish, uh, Prost is German, Skoll is Norwegian. Skoll, that's a good one. Kopai is uh, Japanese. Man, you'd be Kopai. drinking with every culture, huh? That's crazy. I'm telling you. It's like you're collecting you, them. How, how you bring people together, man, it's, it's, it's like uh, it's a beautiful thing. That all that being said, didn't work. All that being said, um, I do have to slow down a little bit, you know, which I which I've been trying to do. Um, so that's not, not a no alcohol journey, just a less alcohol journey. Okay, I hear uh, you. I mean, yeah, you could still drink and still kind of work on self improvement and not take it to the next level. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned when the last time you were on Kiltonia, you mentioned uh, you stopped smoking weed. What about that? Do you have a different outlook on that? Or is that true? Or is that just part of the bit? I'm split part of the bit. It's also true. I used to smoke like a lot of weed. Right. Used to be like, like smoke all day, smoke blunts, and, you know, meet up with my friends, and we just smoke fucking hell of fucking blunts and ride around and do stupid shit, you know. Um, and then <clears throat> I kind of... Uh, Growing up, like, and being by myself, or was still smoking a lot. I was like, it started to feel stupid, and because I was high, and I was like, and I realized, oh, I'm not stupid. I'm just fucking high all the time. <laughs> and so, I had to stop smoking so much. And I, I, I like, I like being sober, because um, it's you're sharp. At least for me, some people can smoke and be high and function easily all day. I'm not one of those people. I gotta, I gotta do smoke every now and then to like get in a creative space or like don't want a good fucking movie or something like that, you know. Or 
I'll smoke a little bit before I go uh, eat at a good restaurant. You know. Mm. Would you? Um, like, but I'm not. I'm not just like a smoking like a pothead. Just like right. some people just smoke before they do everything. I'm like, yeah. I don't need to. Some people drink also, before they do they anything too. It makes it more enjoyable. Stuff like it's like cause when you're high, it's like you're gonna have to come high. You push the high. It's like, your default state of mind, you know. You kind of cut out a little bit, but I think you were saying um, it's better to do things in in your sober state of mind, right? Uh, sometimes, but also it's good to do it, do everything in moderation, so you wow. can appreciate. Okay. You can appreciate it. You can appreciate being drunk and high. You can appreciate the high and like it be your default state of mind, you know. It's like okay, I'm drinking now. I'm drunk. Let me appreciate it. But if you're drinking all all day every day, then you for you kind of, I guess, take for granted what. Um, I I get it. Have you ever been blacked out? Have I ever been blacked out? Well, yeah, several times. Mm. See, I'm kind of on a no drinking journey. Um. Mm. I went. I know. Bar man. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I I don't think I identify as an alcoholic, uh, and hopefully I never do. Um, I just I guess I just don't really have as much fun with it. Uh, call me a bitch, but I don't know. I I think everybody's different, and I think how my body reacts to it is. I feel like my body is just always so like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's just like rejects it or something. I wouldn't say I'm allergic to it. I feel like it'd be worse if I really was, but something goes on. Um, isn't isn't it uh, true that like um, a lot of uh, Asian people have like are like have a an allergy to alcohol? I I've never heard of Asian people specifically, but like, like a, it's like a scientific thing. Really, I know Asian people have um, they have more uh, waxy earwax, and it's not like hard, like flaky. I guess I know I know that. Um, I know a lot of I know a lot of uh, I have some Asian friends that don't drink just because it it uh, their body doesn't react well to it. Huh? Huh? I might have it's to like get myself checked out. I don't know. It's a thing, dude. Check it out. Well, I got yeah, I gotta check that out because I I never have a good time. Yeah, um, like a, a lot of people in, from different parts of the world have different like sensitivities to things, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's interesting. Yeah, I uh, like I I I've never been blacked out, and when I was somewhat drinking more frequently. Um, I always kind of had a little bit of a goal or a curiosity. It's like, what the hell does that feel? Like, what does that feel like waking up me? And like, last thing I remember is I got in the Uber and now I got $300 in my bank account. I started with 3000 I don't know what's going on. And, it feels uh, bad, dude. I know. I know it feels bad, but it's just that fucking demon in me sometimes. It's just kind of, I don't know, man. My, my podcast is called Suicide Logs, and sometimes I feel like there's certain things. You don't have to necessarily kill yourself. Um, there are certain things that people, I don't care in you for to to um, activate it. 
I don't know. It's uh, destructive ways, and I have I have that tendency in me for sure. But um, that's something I'm I'm also trying to change, and it's worse in people than other people, you know. Yeah, yeah, we all have it. I mean, like you said, it's just such a, it's such a um, uh, not ceremonial. You know, we were talking about languages and how to say cheers. It's a way to connect people, and. It's like bonding. It's like bonding your self hatred with other people who also hate themselves. In a way, <laughs> if you're, if you're, you're yeah. I don't know. With certain things, it doesn't have to be just drinking. You know, it could be. Um, Barely self hatred. You know, there, there are ways to drink healthily and and. Uh, right, right. That's why I was. I wasn't trying to just like single out drinking. I mean, you could you could apply to drinking if everybody's out like we're getting fucked up really hard or something, or it could just be people fucking um de- not debating i guess debating fucking a i don't know um a a <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i don't know you ever been to an a meeting no i haven't but i hear you can go without even really being one or without being an alcoholic anybody can go man Anybody can go. I, I went. I used to go to uh, Narcotics Anonymous meetings um, because I got arrested for cocaine possession. Oh wow! And uh, they let me out of the. Uh, they had me. They held me in the jail cell for one night. They let me out in the morning. And like they were like, you know, you're lucky. I was like, well, what do you mean I'm lucky? And they're like, they just ruled like a couple weeks ago or something that. Uh, possession of a controlled substance under a, a certain amount is no longer a felony it's a misdemeanor wow so i charged with a misdemeanor instead of a felony had i been arrested for the same thing like two weeks earlier i'd have probably been fucking i'd have probably had to do like you know six months in jail or something like that i don't know how much time you get for a few few grams but i've um i got i definitely got lucky but it, the narcotics anonymous meetings are really a trip, mm. and and you hear there's a lot of uh, love and support in there because you just the people that are in there have just been through absolute hell, and and it's like it's beautiful to see people coming together and trying to take care of each other and help each other out and be there for each other and have each other's back and uh there's a lot of tough love in there you know dang it's making me want to join not join but uh attend at least just be a fly on the wall for one i don't know i mean if you're on a no drinking journey man i'd go just to check it out you don't have to say anything or speak or you know, probably nobody will even say anything to you. Just go and sit in the back and just check it out, you know. I think I will. It, I never really... Yeah, I mean, it's that's an a, experience anyway. Yeah. I always just thought you you went there if you had a problem. I mean, I know. I'm kind of aware. I, I guess it just never really crossed my mind that you can go without really being an alcoholic or having an issue. Um and so yeah. did, did you go there just voluntarily or were the police like, yeah, no. the new law is you kind of, you just have to, for a misdemeanor, then you got to go to 
NA. Yeah, it was court ordered for sure. Oh, okay. Um, How long I had you have to go? go? To Thirty meetings in like in like the span of a couple months or something like that. Wow. Do you have to pay I, for it or anything? No, it's free to go to the meetings. Um, oh. I did also have to do like a couple of days of community service. And what what's that? The first thing that comes to my mind is cleaning shit off the freeway. I was working in a garbage recycling processing plant. Okay, what they have you do? Supervise? Okay. Like um uh con- uh what is the word? Condensing uh cardboard. Oh, okay. Like by hand, no machine, just No, I had to use the machines. So I'd pack all the cardboard in this machine and then like press it press it down and like wrap it up and that sounds like it could be a a cool job if that was actually your job and it also sounds like it might even pay well no it's yeah it's probably it's it's a good job if you want to fucking work around trash all day but um yeah it's probably a, a good a good paying job the guy who trained me um started by uh initially he got uh community service as well and that's how he learned about the, the place and got the job so mm, yeah that's exactly what i was thinking there's probably some people who you can make six figures doing that i'm just saying that's probably a, yeah i would do it i i like if i if i was on a on a journey for six figures like that i think i'd do it um I've I've kind of always been a little bit interested in being like a trash man or something. And when you mm-hmm. mentioned compressing that cardboard, I got a little hard. It kind of reminded me of my childhood. Um, my my best friend, he had this thing on the wall where you just it crushed the cans, a can crusher, like old school yeah. with the handle. And I just I'd sit yeah. there for fucking hours with cans, dude. Little did yeah. I know I was helping, but I was just playing. I don't know. It was cool. Um, I definitely, it's definitely an honorable uh, profession, you know. Yeah, you're um, up in the world, man. But uh, I'm gonna try this comedy thing out, though. That's what that's what I want to do. You ever? Um, that doesn't work. Maybe I'll go fucking compress cardboard. You ever think about this? Of like, and I don't. I don't mean to sound condescending. Like, do you you ever think about doing both? Like, you know, like trash compactor by the day and then by night you just, do you think that's possible or do you think things like if you want, cause I don't have a gauge of how big you want to make it in comedy in terms of like making it, uh, taking it serious and making a living out of it. Cause when I, there's two things I pictured, the more realistic, uh, thing is like, you're, you're, you're like touring, you're traveling a lot. And so maybe that would get in the way of like a day job like like that you know yeah if i'm touring then i'm probably making enough money to where i don't need a day job and that's my ideal situation well i commend you for that man i I respect it um i respect somebody who really wants it it's um i i I don't oh yeah it's uh because i I feel like there's people out here doing it there's people out here that are professional comedians i'm trying to yeah yeah, I get. Think I, I get him. Yeah, man, that's a you're 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 pretty optimistic, man. I feel like uh, I could. Uh, I don't want to say like that. I need to work on being optimistic because it's just maybe I just have a different like path in life. Like for me, 
I want to get I want to get into podcasting, you know, like and that's why I, I pay attention to you. Like as a comic, I respect you and stuff. And it's like you do your podcast just through Instagram live. And it's like when I started, I was also on Instagram live, just making videos the same way you were. And I don't know. I think I have more of a passion for that because for me, I don't like traveling. And I mean, from this episode, it's clear you've got a little wanderlust in you. And mm-hmm. it's important for you to leave and things like that. And it's just nice to hear another perspective, too, that don't have to necessarily, like, agree with you. But I, I could definitely, like, admire it and live by curiously through you. Because I do think you're a funny guy. I think you've got good material. Um, I don't know, like, everything in, about you too much yet. But it's just nice to, I don't know, something about... Um, I have a better understanding now after this year because I just the way you you perceive yourself to at least me I, I can't speak for everybody you meet out there and stuff to me I, I, I got this vibe of like you don't care you're just kind of you're just here you know you're just going with the flow but underneath all that you, you do have real goals and stuff you know what I mean and that's uh, oh yeah it's nice to know man um, what was I going to say I was going to say something about how I'm having an issue with something. I think it was like the podcasting. Like for me, I want to yeah. be a I want to be a stay-at-home comedian. And I think some like I think some um um how do I say uh more natural or old school comedians they cuz I hear it. I've kind of been paying attention to the scene. I feel like there's some people that really love the craft and respect the craft over everything and they um they hate or dislike hate is a strong word but i really like it um they dislike like tiktok comedians and you could like tell the difference in someone who's like really there for there or they're there just to try and make like a fucking a reel or a, or a tiktok you know what i mean and um i don't want to be that either i don't want to be seen as just some guy who who's like trying to ride something quick or whatever get that quick like and just be like, look, guys, I'm funny, you know, I, or as opposed to somebody who's like really working on it. I kind of want to be like a hybrid or like a more evolved version of it. I don't know if that sounds too, too much, but I think I've been talking to a lot of like comics out here. And I'm also glad that you're here to give your perspective as to somebody who's out there. Cause I had another guest on who was like, if you really want to make it, you got to get out of here. And I feel like, um, having you on you brought up very good points on both sides and i was kind of on the sides of i don't think you need to move and he was on the sign side of you do and he's going to be out in texas i think in like march or something like that um i think i think in, in the you can begin separate this both uh you know there's a couple couple guys orion is has been uh you know orion levine I do not. I don't think. Maybe if I saw his face, I'd recognize it. I don't know. He's from Berkeley, man. He, he's uh, he got pretty big. He was on uh, Just for Last special uh, or festival. Uh, he was on. Uh, I think he did like James Corden late in the Corden. So he's like, he's getting some uh, some some. He got some motion, you know. And I remember when uh, I remember going to open mics and stuff with him and. Uh, and so you can make it, you can make it out there. There's a, a couple other comedians that are, 
are making it. I, I like Orion though; he's funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think for me, Austin, I felt I was pleased that I would have uh, the most success, and also I would love to come back to Oakland um, once I have built something for myself and I, I love to eventually open up uh, my own comedy club um and kind of in my in my later years kind of have that as a as a hub and a place where people can um blow up in in oakland because there's no real comedy club in oakland right now. and so i'd love to be able to start one and, and open one and have one and give Oakland a little reputation for being a uh, like a real comedy city, you know. I can see it. I can see like it. like Austin like Austin developed this this reputation in Rogan moved here, opened a club, and and all the all this comedy followed, and now it's like a comedy city. If mm-hmm. ten years ago you would not even think of Austin at all as being like a comedy big comedy city, you know so. I'm gonna do something like that for Oakland, maybe in the future. I can see it. I can see it happening. Um, my closing thought, I just wanted to touch back, is just, uh, yeah, man. I feel like podcasting plays plays a big part of it. As um, and I and I don't know if you know, five years from now or around that time when you when you want to open up your own club and stuff. However many years that takes, I feel like podcasting will play a really big part in it, um, and that's I'm gonna put all my chips on that. Yeah, podcasting uh, is uh, you get a lot more uh, out of the comic, you know. Yeah, you get more. You can get more in depth, and there's also um, the financial aspect of it. There's definitely money to be made from podcasting. Yeah, that's true. I like to think of it as like seeing somebody do stand up, like their 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 set that they have, their that they're always working on, or their comedy special. I like to think of that as like a trailer or or like a a pilot episode right. or introduction to somebody's podcast. Because for me personally, if somebody's hella funny, um, I'm be like, man, what's and I find out they have a podcast. I'm like, I want to really like see what's going on in this guy's brain, you know, and that's rare. That's rare. That's a, that's a foreign currency. That's a foreign dollar right there. And, um, I guess I'm just trying to figure out if even if I have it or if, if any of the comics that I have on here have it or something. So it's an honor to have you on, man. I had a good talk. I think I really Uh, did get something out of it. Appreciate you for asking me to do it. Yes, sir, man. So I'll tap in with you again. I'll see you maybe when you do your podcast or something, man. So just uh, my only my only thing to say is be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah, I'm uh, and maybe I'll have you on. Uh, I'll get you on uh, one of my live uh, podcasts one time. I'll hit you on Instagram. Well, yeah. You can add, right? What's that? You can, when you go live, you can like add people, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. So maybe, I'll sure. have, maybe I'll have you on a fucking as a guest or something. All right, man. Yeah, just hit me. We'll coordinate something. Um. Uh. Uh. uh one more thing. 
I fucking forgot. You could oh, what's your your Instagram's funny bagels, right? It's funny underscore bagels, funny bagels or just yeah. just straight up just funny straight bagels. Up funny bagels. Okay, that's not so hard. It's good that you got something simple. Some people will be like, it's fucking funny zero underscore dollar sign bagels, but the S is an exclamation mark. Um But yeah, I'll see you in the future, man. I had something else, but if it's so important, I'll fucking get you on again and tell you. But uh I look okay, forward please. to it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You just gotta be safe because that's that's the number one thing. You gotta get there to get there. We we need you physically there and take care of yourself, man. Thank you, man. I um, uh, appreciate that. Um, uh, definitely something I'm working on. Yes, sir, man. Have a good evening. Nice talking to you. All right, man. Good talking to you. Yeah. Later. All right. I'm going to say that that call, the conversation was good, but for the most part, the audio was not bad. Um, audio was breaking up. Send feedback. And we're done. Ugh. Two podcasts in one day. Fucking, what am I doing? What are you doing? It's only been an hour and eight minutes. You got like 23 left of the day or however many hours you got left. So do something important. Go do Narcotics Anonymous or something. Go go do what you want to do. Bye.